This is the way. This is the way. Hello there. So say we all. May the force be with you. You're a wizard, Harry. I am Iron Man. What about second breakfast? Assemble. You're here because you know something. Whoa, this is heavy. I volunteer as tribute. I'm Batman. You have chosen wisely. The North remembers. To infinity and beyond. The force will be with you. Welcome to the Nerdverse, nerds. Today, this corner of the Nerdverse is for all you Star Wars nerds out there. I'm Joanna, the greeny green ones, Krupnik. And I'm Brian Stone and Knife Plofsky. And we're so happy you got to watch the great Fiona Shaw be amazing to be here with us today. Because today in the Nerdverse, we are headed to the Galactic Beach to give you our immediate reactions to Episode 7 of Andor on Disney+. Plus. Some housekeeping. Be sure to head to the feed and check out all of our past episodes. We have been doing so much, you guys. We've been covering every single episode of Andor up until now. And that's not all. We've been covering House of the Dragon. The Rings of Power just finished and it's all there. And we just wrapped our coverage on She-Hulk as well. And it can all be found on our feed. You may be thinking, how can you keep up with all of this? Well, it's easy. Just be sure you're subscribed to The Nerdverse with Joanna and Brian on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And follow along on the socials, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at The Nerdverse Pod. But first, as we start all episodes, this is your spoiler alert alert. I repeat, this is your spoiler alert alert. We will be spoiling everything in this episode. We may spoil some Rogue One and some other Star Wars pieces. Um, So this is your spoiler alert alert. Um, And now, it's time to enter Nerdverse Customs. I'm shaking the dust of this crummy little town off my feet and I'm going to see the world. Let me see your identification. This week, we're headed into the Star Wars sector of the Nerdverse. Joanna, I see you have your passport there. Um, uh, what kind of stamps do you have? Uh, how many How many Star Wars stamps do you have? Um, I have seven stamps, uh, and they are they are Jedi, they are Jedi Temple Guard masks. They are seven Jedi Temple Guard masks. Excellent. Um. I have uh I have uh nine and they are of course uh embassy punch. Oh my god, the embassy punch. Do you know how badly I want to try the embassy punch? And those gla- that glassware in general was beautiful, like that long one she was holding. I know. This show is so like can we just get them on Mothma's spinoff? Can I just talk to her decorator? I, I, Can I just I talk to like her wardrobe yeah. stylist? Like, what is this show without Mon Mothma? She is my favorite ever. And yeah, yeah her glasses, her little coupe glasses. Oh, my God. Coupe? Coupe. It might be called coupe glasses. No, I think it's coupe glasses. I don't know. Is it? In America, it is. Okay. <laughs> we'll go with that. <laughs> uh, so what did you think? Um just wow it's just it was a it was a falling action episode of course which we knew it would be yeah definitely but it doesn't matter it's like so good i don't know it's just yeah it this is i don't i don't it's 91 percent. i think audience eh, might be 91 percent is something with rotten tomatoes i don't know if it's the uh, critic score or the audience but i don't see enough hype about this show 
And I don't know if that's because it's Disney Plus or if the Star Wars audience is like, not my Star Wars, because, you know, Star Wars fans never are happy with Star Wars ever. But the show is so good. Mm-hmm. It's everything I ever wanted. Um, this is a great episode. I ever yeah. Um, what did you, I mean, I'm being super general. I love this episode. Mm-hmm. What did you think? It's great. I love this show. I don't want every single one of my Star Wars to be like this. Um, but I love this. Like, I'm so happy that we're getting this because we, then we can have the Mandalorians, but we can also have this at the same time. I get two different, like, Star Wars feels, if that makes sense. Um, I love this. I love everything about this. The two things that stood out for me in this episode were the Fiona Shaw scenes um, and the uh, Mon Mothma's conversation with her friend. Um, I thought this episode was just absolutely spectacular. Um, I have a list. I have a, a list of notes that I would love to share with you if you're interested. Please, are they are they in order? They are in order. All right, so we'll go in order because my notes. I take my notes in order as well. So Great. we'll we'll notes for notes and go notes through notes for notes. The episode. I'm I'm looking forward to that. Do you want to walk through the plot and then we'll each kind of jump in? Oh sure. Do I want to walk through the plot? Um, wasn't quite prepared for this one. Well. Um, well, we could just talk through the notes, and that's fine. Okay. Uh, basically, Eldani stirred up quite a frenzy in the Empire. Quite And a everyone's indeed. trying to tie up the ends, and Mamathma didn't know what was going to happen, I, I guess. and That so, was fascinating. I, I enjoyed that. Yes. And um, Cassian has to figure out what he's going to do next, and everything is... A little bit in a tizzy at the moment. Tizzy full. I would also agree it's tizzy full. Tizzy full. And then we somehow end in the south of France on a yeah. beach <laughs> with the shore troopers. Yeah. Not I'm, just, troopers. I'm just a tourist. Just tourist. Um, okay. So I really like that it opens with our good guy, uh, our good not, friend. Not so good guy. No, no. Just our, our friend. Um <laughs> Uh, by the window again this is the second time a scene is open with him by the window he's so mopey yeah not as bright as the last time you know still stuck in his you know mid-level coruscant or wherever i don't know what planet he's on um i what i really liked was the dividend of you caught this but in his room which is i guess the room he grew up in there were there were action figures of either clone or stormtroopers showing i didn't see that Showing that, A, there's some sort of propaganda, you know what I mean? Like toys of these soldiers. That, you yeah. Know, and also it shows that, like, he grew up idolizing the Empire or the Republic, whatever, however old he is, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. I found that fascinating. Um, uh, and also, the I, I also appreciate the fact that we saw, like, Star Wars news, you know what I mean, on the TV. Yep. I'm sure that was only for Coruscant or like some of the main systems, but I found that fascinating. I think this show is so cool because it has enough of like jargon bullshit, but then it also has like procedural things that I've never seen Star Wars do, such as they have their breakfast and they watch the news. They at the end, not jump jump there, but just to say um, off the top that like, watching the courtroom process where like mm. she's swiping like doing the old school check thing when you yeah when, yeah when retail stores would like copy your checks i was like oh, man. This is remember fun. that At the, yeah. yeah i worked in retail so i do remember those machines um 
that's the stuff that I'm like, I don't think I've ever looked up close at anything like that procedurally. Yeah. You know, she's like eating pistachios and doing oh, it. I love was, that. Yeah. The, the closest we probably get to that is in Solo when he's going through customs and they give him the name. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was that was a little bit more like real like Star Wars realism. But the other general note I want to say yeah. too is that it, the show is doing a really good job of like confusing me who I'm rooting for the rebellion. Of course I'm rooting for the rebellion. You guys, I'm not, I'm not a monster, but man, the rebels are tough hangs too. And the empire yeah. is just trying to do their, some of the people in the empire are just trying to do their job and they're doing a good job and they're getting, they're not getting their, they're just, they're just one person. And, or let's just talk about Daedra for a second. Like she's just one person and she's really smart and she's, doing what she thinks she's supposed to do. And Cyril wants to be rewarded for his job because he thinks he's right. And it's like, mm -hmm. it's not just like empire bad rebels. Good. It's really like, man, the rebels are scary. Yeah. Tony Gilroy is doing an excellent job of like, just like with the suspense and the, the, the drama as you know, this espionage aspect to it is very fa fascinating, but also this gray area this show is doing a better job at gray area than um, than uh, obviously The Last Jedi did. And I'm appreciating that. Um, uh, something that I will also say about this is that when Jamie and I were watching this episode, we were like, yeah, Deidre, get him. Like we were super excited. <laughs> and then we looked at each other and we're like, but we're not rooting for the Empire. Like we're not yeah, like yeah. – like, we're, we're like we are, we are vehemently against everything that they are doing here. However, like I'm glad that Deidre got her due. Like got yeah, it's like you're like yeah, uh, take that, uh, Jerry Blevins. It's really, it's really interesting. It's just yeah. yeah. It's, anyway, sorry. Okay, so we start with Cyril and he's his propaganda. Yes, I did not notice that, but that's really interesting. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm happy to just talk through all of Cyril's stuff, like because he doesn't sure. have a ton in this. I really like that he sees the way that he fixes up his outfits, similar to how we were introduced to him when he tailored his other outfit. Um, how he sees it versus how his mom sees it and how that messes with his head. And then how even in his interview, when he's walking down, you know, the, the, literally the office and all the, um, the, cubicles. The, the cubicles, the Star Wars cubicles, what I found interesting is that even then he was he, – he if his uncle didn't set that up, he probably wouldn't have gotten that job with like him going off on his rant about how he was doing the right thing type of thing. Like he yeah. still had to just like open his fat mouth and like defend what he did, which like fine. Like if you want to defend it, fine. But like, I, I just like how they're building up this character because I have a theory of what's going to happen next that we'll really? talk about at the end. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I wanted to hear it because more and more my theory of his passion being, uh, wrongly channeled and should go to the rebellion is being foiled. Like he doesn't seem to be headed that way. So sure. I want to hear thought, your theory. I also thought it was a very weird ending that it ended <sighs> with. They're a, all weird. It, it, it's, it's weird that it, that the, I think he just doesn't know how to do an ending. Cause he does movies or something like, I, I don't know. He's done like, TV, but his endings are, these are so strange. They're strange because every episode has really ended on Andor more or less. And this one, had Andor being sent away and we'll get there, but then, but then it ended on the cubicles. That was weird. Yeah. That, and it wasn't like he sees, he's like on his microfiche and he like sees an article. He's like, oh, Andor, Cassian Andor lives. 
part of Eldani. Right, like it Rubbery. wasn't right. It wasn't yeah. any of that. Yeah. Go get him, Cyril. Yeah, it wasn't any of that. But yeah, his mom, man, she's she's Brutal. she's a tough cookie. Yeah. Arabella, the homie Arabella fig. <laughs> anyway. Um, and then we end up um at Luthen's again. Uh, and Mon shows up uh, last minute without warning. We find out that Mon Mafa was not in on this. She's just there for like financial support and like building the network. She did not realize that Luthen was just like just straight up like going all in on on this. And Luthen sees this. Luthen's basically like throw your ethics away because like this is a rebellion and they are. He has that wonderful line where he's like. This you, we don't even see it anymore because of the slow chokehold. Yeah. Like, so we had to like act. He's like, this was not just a theft. This was like the start of something, which I think this episode does very well in terms of showing how some people are taking it seriously, but most people are just like it's just a, it's just a thing. And I guess she's like, I wasn't ready to do this much. It was that kind of what you got, where she was like, I she's the she's sort of like the piece in like the joint like of the limb that's that sort of keeping one element together and and releasing another and it feels like she was not told enough in her eyes to maintain her very precarious position that was what i took away (laughs) yeah and i also on on the flip side of things like luthan is also only telling people what they need to know so that like he protects himself that nobody's nervous in scenarios that they might be put into because Mon Mothma's been put into a lot of uncomfortable, bad situations with her family, with other senators, you know, things of that nature. So, like, I definitely understand uh, that. But also, like, she should probably know these things. I know, especially if she's, like, so high up. I just love the play acting between these two when they're in the shop. That's one of my favorite things it's of this so season. It's so fun. Yeah. When they're just like they face just enough, you know, and and this time the driver, I don't couldn't tell if it was the old driver or a new one, but he doesn't even feel like he needs to go in. Maybe it's because he now is starting to like really release a little bit of like the grip um where they're comfortable just just literally not facing the door when they have to say something. And to being ventriloquist dummies the whole time, which it, and it was just the perfect blend, and it just looked like a normal transaction. Mm-hmm. It was just so great. Um, I just want to go back to one scene where we got a really exciting um, cameo. Well, not like crazy, but back at the um, in the ISB, did you catch our little cameo we got? So it was Yularen. Did you Who? catch that? No. General Yularen, or maybe he's an an admiral. At both. Okay, so I knew that name because I've just heard it a bajillion times because I've watched Clone Wars and Rebels so many times. So Yularen worked with Anakin in the Clone Wars. He is loved by Palpy, and he says, like, I've been speaking to Emperor Palpatine. In this episode, he said that. Yeah, I, um, have, I have the Palpatine um, mention. Uh, mentioned on my list too. Yeah, yeah so yularen is a character that we know and i think he's in a new hope and he like worked with moff he was on death star when luke blows it up mm. so he's not a great guy but um he does know anakin and he worked with him through the clone wars so well, that's yeah. cool that's a good pickup that was really cool 
Yeah. Anyway, okay, so back to yeah, back to Luthen. Or if you want to continue to the Clea scene, which is next. His partner. The girl. What? So oh, Luthen's oh. partner, yeah. So Luthen's partner, Clea. Shows up to to Vel, you're saying? Yeah. I thought it was a, a new character, like because she was all dressed fancy. Yeah. Not 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 Vel. I, I also was in I was like, oh wow, she she cleaned up. But no, the when we see her like coming in through the airport or wherever, even though it's just Coruscant, it looked like she was arriving mm. at JFK or something. Um, I kid you not, Brian. She's walking through. Uh, Tony Gilroy is doing a really great job, or whoever's doing like the set design is doing a really good job of making this look real. And then it's like also Coruscant, also Star Wars, practical places, yeah. and then they like maybe CGI the back dimensions, whatever. There was one hallway in this scene where Clea's walking through and it looked like Ithaca, our weird old seventies neo modern, like, yeah. dark library. Like un like the where the the there was a ramp, which you know Ithaca loves a ramp, and there were these um the arm railings were lit from underneath. And I was like, yeah. this looks like Ithaca's campus. That's I'm not so joking. Funny. That's really funny. I almost did a screenshot and like was going to send it to you, but I, I think my phone was across the room, but it was, I was like, they could have shot this in on Ithaca's in our library. But mm -hmm. anyway, that's what I have in that scene. That's I said, is that Ithaca? Because you know, it's the right vibe. Yeah. It definitely had those vibes. Yeah. Um, that's really funny. And uh -huh. I loved in the scene, sorry, I loved in the scene where, uh, was it Daedra? Uh, I think it was a scene, or maybe it was Clea, I don't know. There was some scene where they go, uh, maybe it was the Empire, where they, um, she's going to like talk to someone and you see the protocol droid just from behind in the room with them. Did you catch that? Yeah. I was like, this is so cool. We don't need to see like the droid being like, beep, boop, 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 boop. Like, it's just there. That's like my when she overall... goes to request when she goes to request the files. Yes. From from it's the a guy. Scene. Yeah, yeah. And they're like those droids are kind of like looking out the window into whatever yes. is in that pit. Yeah. And that's like that's personified how I feel about the show is it just isn't trying too hard. It's like, yeah, yeah, there's yeah, there's your old friend. Mm -hmm. There's the protocol droid for all you nerds out there. I know I love whatever C11. I already forget his name. My serious, my Severus Snape droid from Rebels. But they don't even show his front. Like he's just there because it's just mm -hmm. life. And this is just Star Wars, guys. It was awesome. I was like, this is so, you're just you're too cool for school. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so let's go down to Cassie and Andor on um, back on Ferrix or Phoenix? Ferrix? Ferrix. <laughs> um, yeah. So we're back there. Uh, Jamie and I are both like, why would you go back? But I get it. <laughs> um, he has that, um, he has the quick scene with Fiona Shaw where he's like, we're going to leave in the morning. I have all these credits. She's like very hesitant. Oh. Um, to, and she's like, let's see. He's like, oh, you're right. You know what? Let's sleep it off. He goes to see Bix. Finally, we get Bix back. Finally. I like that. I like that he didn't know what happened. I like that they didn't brush over the fact that like he got sold out by Tim and all these people died and that he's being blamed for what happened. Even though he's semi the victim in some ways, he also killed the people and then came back to the planet. I, I, I appreciated kind of that like 
the dynamic of that. And Bix is just like, I'm done. I can't do this. Like, well, like I, I really appreciated that because like slowly but surely he's like losing all of these people. And, you know, one he, now he's like actually on his own. And then when he, yeah. what I think my favorite scene in this movie, excuse me, in this TV show <coughs> is his second conversation in the morning with her, with, um, Oh my God. Marwa. What's her name? Uh, Marva. Yeah. I, 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 I loved that scene because you really got to see how the heist like really affected people. And he's seeing this firsthand because in his mind, it was just the theft. It was, he just did like a heist, but like, it's more than that. It's, it's an announcement. Like the episode says, you know, like, and it's really affecting her. And then you get those flashbacks to whoever the real Clem was that he took the name from or whatever it is. Like, I, I'm assuming it was like a friend or something like that. It was like Ooh. a father figure. I think it was the guy that rescued him with her in oh, at the yeah. very beginning. Oh, you yeah. know, I, I guess I didn't put that together. But um, yeah, we're cl- well, no, because maybe not. It's like a father figure, I think, sort of ish. Yeah, like Clem, and then so was do we do we think that that is um then that flashback that's him going to take on the people in the like the clone troopers? Yeah, I think revenge? he's trying to stop the. Re- well, no, I, well, my takeaway was that he was trying to stop Cassian and stop everyone from acting out. And then he put himself in the line of fire. And then we'll probably gone. get more information on that moving <clears throat> forward. But I really appreciated that stuff. I loved her speech about how like, this is the first time she actually walked through the, time, the, the town square with her head held high. Like, it's just really changing people. And she's like, if I, I love the line, like, if I run, then, then like, like, I'm not helping. And I, yeah. I, I, I really love that. Like, she's like, I figured out how to survive. Like, it's in my head. Like, the empire is not in my head. I just thought that whole sequence with her crying and trying to like get him to understand, and him just like not understanding and leaving was just like crazy beautiful and well acted and well written. And I just love that's just love. Nothing you can do about that. Yeah. It. Yeah, that was definitely pulling on my heartstrings. That scene. And it, yeah, it's really nice to see. Cassian have to deal with what he left behind from such so early on in the show. Cause you often don't see that you don't see the, yeah. you know, the collateral damage and like, you don't have to go back and deal with Bix and like, ev- you know, everyone you left behind. Um, and the way that they weaved those flashbacks in was so, was so beautiful. Cause it was like him as a young person. And then it was him as himself older, mm-hmm. you know, they had like an actor standing in as his younger. It was just, Oh, it was just so beautifully done. Yeah. And then you um, had those clone go- troopers, baby. Oh, God. Freaking clone troopers. So I want to go back a little bit. First, I just wanted to comment that we see that great ship flying over Cinta on Aldani. Oh, how terrifying was that? I mean, first we have this the TIE fighters, which, like, you just think are a dime a dozen in every other Star Wars property. Mm-hmm. But when you see just one in this show, it's, like, terrifying. And I don't think this is a star cruiser. What is this? This is like a starship. Uh, I forget the names, even though I should know them. But this was like a big, like battle cruiser, whatever it's called. An imperial class star destroyer. Sure. Good job, passports dance. I'll tell you one <laughs> more than me. Um, that was just awesome. I mean, I, I and I love that part in Rogue One too, where you see it hanging over the city that they go to remember that mm. when they're trying to like take all the kyber crystals um anyway just just awesome um 
what did you think though of the Vel? Like, what's your thought on how this is going to go with Vel trying to like find Cassian and like Clay is like Luthen's not going to tell you to do this, but you need to tie up that loose end and kill him. He can't be wandering around this world like knowing about Luthen. Okay, so here's what I think. I think that. Well, this kind of goes into my theories of what's going to happen next. So we can we can wait to talk about that. If you want okay. to save it to the end. Yeah, we'll wait. Um, but I think that. I, I think she's I think it's going to be one of those scenarios where she says she's, she's going to say she did it and then like never did it. Because I don't think she wants. Yeah, I don't think she wants to. It was my takeaway. She yeah, was like, Why? I don't either. OK, I mean, obviously, we know he doesn't. Die, so he's safe. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was that's what I was about that. Okay, but then we're at the party. Then we're at the fancy the party. Party. Yes. Um, I love the actor who plays Tay. Um, he's in my his name is Ben Miles, and he's in my favorite Foresight saga, which I'm sure you never watched, but nope. Really, really good. Um, I think he's also in the crown. Um Queen Anne, like wants to marry him at the beginning. Anyway. Or Margaret, not Anne, Margaret. Um, it is, oh God, I just, I just want the Mon Mothma spinoff. It's so good. Um, I just loved this scene. I kept thinking she was going to like mess up and, but when she flips it and she's like, I don't know that my politics like will not shock you or whatever at mm. the end. It was just, and she doesn't yeah. actually tell what she's doing. No. But if you're but smart, he, you'd know and yeah. he will be smart and will know. So I have two questions for you. Well, one comment and one question. My comment is, I loved her line. Like, I show you the stone in my hand so you don't see the <sighs> knife at your throat. So good. I love that. Um, in the end, do you think her friend can be trusted? Because I was, I think what that scene did for me was like, was really good in that, like, in the moment you feel her nerves in in order to tell him. Um, and then he kind of like reveals that he's like way more aggressive than she is when it comes to like hating the empire. And then she feels she could do that. Like, is he a plant? Was he that way to find out more? Like, are we going to, is this the next part of this going to be like her on the run? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, can we, or can we trust him? And he actually helps her get the money. I don't know. How, well, I'm curious. I'm curious to hear what you think, but from what I gathered, I, 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 I'm so bad at knowing cause these are all really well act, well played actor beats i'm more like trying to figure out what's best for the story and i think i don't think that he is a plant or the one that will flip i think it was important for us we have to learn to trust mon a little bit and like her instincts yeah, so i okay. think it makes sense that he i think what was cool is seeing someone who was hesitant to talk to her because he's also in the rebellion mm -hmm. like way of state of mind and her knowing that, but still not quite giving up everything in case he could flip. So that to me is more interesting. I, I feel like someone like Perrin, her stupid husband, even though he does sound like he makes great embassy punch. Um, <laughs> it seems like he'd be the one to screw things up for her. Um, or if she had another friend that we dealt with in the show, but she really doesn't. Or like her daughter says something to the wrong person, not even meaning to turn her in and like something gets said. But I don't know that it, since we don't know this character yet really well, Tay, I feel like it's weird if he 
storytelling wise. I don't know what it if it better serves that he actually assists or if he like turns her in and then she has to flee. What do you think? I think it serves the story better that she that what you said. She trusted her instincts. She went with it and um and it worked and like she he, she he that's how she's building her network a little bit more maybe he'll flip on her later down the line but i don't mm. think right now i think her instincts were correct in general in this moment yeah or maybe she, maybe he'll it's one of those situations where he'll try to help and then like he'll get caught and she'll he'll feel make like, the mistake right right and right or, and she'll be like oh what have i done like everyone that i care and trust is da- at danger of dying um but yeah i i just loved this party scene it's really yeah it's because you know what situation she's just walking on eggshells in her current situation oh something i forgot to mention earlier is uh we had mentioned his sister i'm really happy that um that fiona shaw's character told him to stop looking because like literally everyone died on that planet like there's no way that she survived now you could take that as one of two things one that she is alive and that's like a that's (laughs) like a, a a twist um or that we're f- that Andor's problem is that he focuses too much on the past. Like he's looking for his sister. He owes all these debts. These things are in his past, and and he needs to transition to look fo- to look forward to something. His next chapter. We talked about that earlier on, where like this is his next chapter. Um, and and I'm wondering if that was just another thematic element where she's like, stop looking for things in your past. It's gotten you into trouble. You you know like yeah. like move forward like be look have a new purpose don't just like try to fix the past so I, I'm I'm wondering if it's thematic or if it's like a twist she is alive because yeah in the at the last scene or in the last sequence when they're mm-hmm. on um you know south of France Star Wars yes um I thought that the woman before we saw him in the bathroom. Because yes. I thought that the woman in the bed was actually going to be his sister, and we find out that she's alive the way that it was. And they edited. were Targaryens all along. <laughs> well, no, before so before you see him, it does this establishing <laughs> shot of South of France Star Wars. Yeah. And then it shows the woman in the bed and she yes. like rustles. But the scene right before that was him leaving and 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 his mom basically saying, like, your sister is gone and she's dead. And then I thought it was like cut to the sister the is still sister. alive. Yeah. And then we see him taking the money out of the shower and stuff like that. So, well, um, okay. So back to the sister before we get into the money in the shower. Um, I think you're right. I think it served us really well at the very beginning, of course, for obvious reasons to like for his roots and what his motivation is and all that until he has a new one. But I don't think we, I, I, something tells me we're not going to abandon the sister. I wonder though, if he'll put the sister out of his mind for a minute, but that she'll end up being someone. I feel like she's alive and she's someone significant and it might be someone on the opposite side or maybe, I don't know. I I just, I feel like if the sister is literally never mentioned again, I think that's weird. Like that seems like weird storytelling or like that was such a big thing at the beginning. So yeah, I I don't know. I think she will be mentioned again. I think just from a theater, I'm, I'm sticking with the fact that like it's all thematic. Okay. So you think it was about him like just forgetting his past finally. Or it's not only forgetting his past, but using his past to inform his future. The empire did his 
his planet dirty. The Empire took so, so okay, so now I'll go into my theory. So what's going to happen? Or should we just do the last scene first? It, uh, yeah, last scene because that that filters into what I think is going to happen okay. next. So he's basically an innocent bystander on this planet who gets done dirty by the Empire. He's obviously nervous. So you've got these like hoodlums, hooligans running behind him. The store, the pickpockets. Yeah, riffraff, street rats, um, and they're be, they're being chased by what the the sand trooper or whatever it is. Shore trooper. The shore trooper. Yes, the yes. shore trooper. Um, you know they keep them there. Then we get to see the K two S O or whatever it is droid. The KX unit. Yeah. Yeah, the KX unit. So like like we're gonna we're obviously get um K two S O at some point. Um. Uh, and then you he see the is, probity probes. Yeah, the probe droids, and and he's been he's on a planet where he's sweating because like he's nervous that he's going to get caught for whatever he did. Yeah, it's also really hot. He doesn't have sunscreen. Yeah, one hundred percent. He just has that beautiful skin. He doesn't need it. Um, and so then you know he gets processed, and now a crime that used to be three months is now six years. And six we months, yeah. We have to see ooh, six years. They said six months is six years. So oh, yeah, oh, oh, yeah. I, yeah. Said three months. But yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. So now we're there, and then we cut to the cubicles and show him with the cubicles. One thing I would have changed is I would have had the cubicles before this sequence, yeah. and then and then I would have had this end it. Yeah, so, it's so strange. This is what I think is going to happen. I think that the next episode is going to be six years later. Oh. <gasps> What? I think that and or four years and be got out in good behavior. But I think that we're going to flash forward four to six years because a couple oh. things are going to happen there. One, we find out that Mon Mothma made a good decision. She's been filtering a lot of money from her personal family accounts with Tay into, you know, the rebellion. Um, we're going to see what the rebellion has become in those four years. Cassian Andor is going to be way more bitter at the empire he is going to use the fact that they took away everything from him again like they he's already had scuffles with them his planet was was ruined by them his sister was killed by them i think he might find out i don't know if his mom marwa is going to be still alive or not what's what's her name marwa it's just funny you make it harder marwa you make like the the liquid w marva or whatever it is and and i think that he's gonna be like lost he's he's spent six years i think he'll end up going back to that planet going to the shower getting his money and gun and stuff like that um because it's still there and then he's gonna like and then he's gonna he's gonna like he's gonna he's gonna what he's gonna do is in prison the only thing he'll have is the manifesto that was given to him and he's going to like be like reading that and studying that. And like, that's kind of with him and okay. Val and Vel, mm-hmm. excuse me, one more thing. Mm-hmm. And Vel oh. will not be able to find him because he's in prison on by another name. By any other name. Yeah. Um, that's, okay. that's what I think. I don't believe, I don't think you're correct about the time because this takes place in five BBY and it couldn't jump six because then we'd be in Rogue One territory, which yeah. they're trying to end at. Yeah, because next season will all be the stuff leading up to Rogue One. And so we'll get a little bit of this. We'll do flash forward to like the beginning of that. And then next wow. and then next year, we'll be, whenever we get season two, we'll be like everything leading up to the Rogue One mission. Okay, and that's why you said he gets off early for good behavior. Maybe. It exceed. Okay. 
All right, so that he could be. Maybe he escapes and, like, we, I don't know. But something. I want to see him escape because, like, he somehow sways a KX droid to be K2SO and he helps him out. I would right. like that. Alan Tudyk. Alan Tudyk shows up. I, that's, I like the, I like the idea. The manifesto is definitely a key of sorts. I don't, whether it's a literal key or it helps him in some way. I think you're right. The manifesto is going to come into play. Definitely. Later, because Vel's like, he wanted you to have it. Like, maybe there's, like, a secret in there. Mm. Um, but, yeah, man, uh, I will really be sad if he's in prison, essentially, excuse me, essentially this entire time. Because, damn, that would be, like, you do this incredible thing, and then you try to go to the French Riviera and, like, have sex with your girlfriend and, like, take a shower and get some cereal and then, like, you're minding your own business and you nearly get choked by a droid and then you go to prison for six years i think he's gonna get done dirty like he needed something to like really make him understand like how the empire is ruining everything he can't just be selfish anymore he just can't yeah i would like to see tales from the prison cell if they do that i would like to see like what he how he like made it work or if he made allies in there and like all of that but i mean for all we know ooh, that'd there, be interesting there could absolutely be like a a, a, a you know a, a, a x amount of years montage of him in prison you know what i mean because there's still a bunch of episodes left so i don't think they would well, do a jump we're more than halfway yeah. we've seven so eight nine ten eleven twelve five more but aren't there supposed to be three seasons I think only two. Or there's Hold a on. gap. There's two. We do this yeah. every time. Give me. I know one we do this every time. Um, while you're looking up, that up, I think, I think that there would be. I'm trying to find a way, for them to parcel it out, so that, you have enough storytelling, to see because he really is on the, the right side of things by the time. It's Rogue One. I mean, he really follows direction and he really trusts in the rebellion at this point. And there's so much that has to happen. But maybe. I also wonder. Like, Marva would be like dead in six years. She was so old and, and B2 emo, like, can't keep the lights on in there. I don't want to see that. Yeah. I don't know. Did you know. find it? Uh, yeah. I, I Okay. So Andor has already been confirmed for 24 episodes. Um, okay. So that's two seasons. Yes. Um, they're shooting episodes in blocks of three. So we're going to take our four blocks of three in the second half of the show. And each block is going to represent another year closer. We really get to take the formative forging of Cassidy Andor in that first 12 episodes. Then we can take that organism and that we built up and run through the next four years in a really ex- exciting narrative fashion. So I think that th- so season one's supposed to take place, I guess, in one year of his life. So maybe it's like maybe it's only a flash forward of a couple of months or something like that. Um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, th- again, my guess. And then season two is going to be like everything leading up to uh, the next four years of everything leading up to that. So it's probably not going to be as drastic as a jump, as I said, but I do think he'll spend some time in prison. What could be cool is if, like, Ferrex, Fer- uh, as is if, like, Cyril gets him out of prison to, like, yell at him. Yeah. Like, maybe he finds out that he was taken into custody, and he's like, I need to I need to speak to this man. And he, like, gets Cassian, and then Cassian can, like, 
escape because he like gets to go into a room or something. But with it, with the the uh, sort of audacity of the Empire or like them thinking that they know what's best, they actually put a, him in a position to escape or something. But I need to see. I got to see him out doing his thing. I can't see him behind prison walls for that long. So I really hope that's yeah, not we'll what it is. No, I, I now that I reread that, I think that we we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm definitely wrong in terms of the like huge jump, but like, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, no, I love the show. I just, I'm really interested to see when we see Mon. I'm, I'm very interested to see when we see Mon like have to leave Palpatine and like leave the Senate because yeah. That's when stuff really goes down. Yeah. I love that she was like, uh, I learned something from Palpatine. You know what I mean? Like that, the <sighs> gotta play both sides. That's so good. Well, nerds, I'm afraid I won't be taking either of these pieces this morning, but we hope you had as much fun as we did. And we hope you'll join us next time for our coverage of the finale of House of the Dragon. As a small universe and a multiverse of other nerdverses, the subscriptions, follows, and reviews are super important for us to grow. So be sure you're subscribed to the Nerdverse with Joanna and Brian on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And follow along on the socials, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at the Nerdverse Pod. We thank you so much for listening and following along. Please keep telling all your nerdy friends about us. And remember, it's not a robbery, it's an announcement. Banana!